Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us, us being those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, Golf Magazine Top 100 teacher, uh, an all-around good guy. And uh, he's he, too, has been chomping at the bit. Uh, now, he has been taking some trips to Florida. He's been taking some trips to South Carolina. He has played some outdoor golf. Um, some of us have been doing it all year long out in the southwest and southeast. However, the majority of us are saying it's March. Temperatures like in the high 50s, low 60s, maybe hitting the 70s. It's time. I do before we talk about playing golf outside, which is different than playing golf inside. And we all know it is. I just want to mention that today, the 6th of March, is the last day for voting in the Sports Podcast Awards. We are we one of vote. eight finalists. You need to go. Vote Dude. often today. Yes. Matter of fact, do it like every 10 minutes you can go vote. You can just do that. take an hour or 10 hours to go vote every hour, yes. 10 minutes it's, every time. But just do it. It's a Sunday. You're relaxing. Just what better thing do you have to do but to make us number one? Right. You can just look. Go to the one place. Stop scrolling and just start clicking. instead of just swiping right just just go click 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 we like the sound of clicks for us just do a search sports podcast awards it'll take you right there you do have to register on the site but they're not going to harass you for anything except for voting again next year that's all they're going to then you vote for us again exactly so john's paying good money for votes Pesos, yen, I don't know what it is. Maybe he's paying in crypto or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can afford rubles. Is what I'm I can afford rubles right now. Rubles. <laughs> so, but yeah, Sports Podcast Awards. Uh, again, it, it's, it's, it's an honor just to be a, among eight of the, of the top finalists. Um, but that's not good enough for us because we both are, are, Obnoxious overachievers. Well, so. yeah, I, you are, I guess. I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mister Top One Hundred, <laughs> going well, for Mister Top Ten. <laughs> hey, look, people in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're coming right back. It's got a great show coming up. Stick with us. Well, by now you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust Trust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future with iTrust Capital. You can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com. Start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions.
conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. I Trust Capital Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. All right, we are back. Uh, and thanks for voting. We know you did it during the break. And um, that, that could be it. We've got about two more, three more breaks coming up. Why don't you uh, just go vote? That would be, or, you know, you can vote and listen at the same time. You can because right, you don't have yeah. to click off the show. I mean, come on, we all got internet. Yeah, that's right? it. You know, just open we a got phones window. that work. They get you know, you can <laughs> listen to us yammer on about golf, and uh, go click on us and say, hey, these guys are better than the other guys. So let's yammer on about golf. I have do, noticed. Right? I have noticed one thing during the uh, the the few outdoor rounds I have had so far this season. Now I have been playing on on some of your um, machines. Why why did the word just escape me? Simulator, you know, simulator machine. I've been playing on some of your simulators, and then you get outdoors, and suddenly the area you have to hit your ball to has expanded tremendously. <laughs> you know, it's like after, after doing the simulator thing, it's like, wow, I've got all this room here. You know, it's interesting. I notice that, that when people have that effect, right. And I notice it more indoors when they have a driver in their hand, right. Mm-hmm. It seems like people just can't seem to, get it right good players consistent players and you put them inside in front of a simulator uh you know and and whatever launch monitor is the right one and whichever one gives you the most accurate stuff right but they don't feel the same spatially they're different you just mentioned it yeah essentially they feel caged and closed Mm -hmm. and they can't quite get a, a handle on it because you know when we're standing out there over a ball out in the fairway or even in the rough or behind a tree or whatever we're looking around we got all around we've got air space the sky we've got all this expansiveness and then that's the environment we play in and you take that away and it just feels weird but i notice the difference far more with drivers than i do with irons and and hybrids don't don't you think it would it would it would follow though that if if you spend some time indoors with a driver and a simulator and you get good at it that the the expansion of the field of vision would would make it so that you would actually improve because you can still narrow your focus even though you've got the the larger field in front of you you can still narrow your focus to make it feel like when you're in front of the simulator can you you know, that's a good point. I don't know if it has any validity. Um, I, you know, I've not really ever studied it is what I'm saying. Right. Okay. right? Okay. I'm not saying that, you know, that's a, that's wrong or anything. I'm just saying I think it's a valid point. I'm just not sure if I've ever paid attention to it in that way if that forced focus, so to speak, of I got to hit into a simulator and I got to rip it into this visually smaller space inside of this cage that I have to hit in. Mm-hmm actually helps your alignment and focus outdoors when you have all this room to 
to take in, you know, to visually to take in. I don't know. I don't know if it does, but I do know that every time I, I walk inside in the, in the simulator uh, here behind me in the, in the golf studio and guys or girls are having trouble hitting drivers and I walk right outside the door and we stool it up outside and we rip it down the, the ninth or 18th fairway here at Timbergate, um, they, uh, they seem to have an easier time of alignment and mm-hmm. target. And I, I don't know if it's just because that's what we get used to when we play or if it's some other factor that I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, it would be interesting. an interesting study by somebody, but not by me. Yeah. Yeah. I got too <laughs> many things busy. to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be interesting, but yeah, I really don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care enough to stop teaching to go study that. <laughs> hey, let's go do this experiment. I don't have time for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking but, of things people don't have time for. Yeah. I hear out of so many players that they, they talk about this. You've heard this before too. Yeah, I'll wait till you put your coffee down because you're gonna you know you're gonna wear it if if I say this now. Okay. The, the the people who say I saved it at the bottom, they got uh-huh. something feeling like they're going online. Right? <laughs> off offline up the top and halfway down they go, Oh yeah, but I saved it at the bottom. There's there's an example of no, you didn't. You didn't have time for that. That thing's a quarter of a second on the way down, and people are going, I felt this going on in my downswing, and then I saved it at the bottom. That falls directly under the heading of nobody's got time for that. Yeah. It's in the, the subheading, you got lucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it's just funny because when somebody says to me that they did something conscious halfway through or most of the way through a downswing, you know, cause we know it's a quarter of a second from top to ball. And then the, right. the first half of that is a lot slower than the second half of that. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> you did. Right. I look, Tiger Woods may be able to do it. I'm not going to doubt that that guy could do it. Come yeah. on. The average Joe who plays once a week, or twice a week, and he says, I saved it at the bottom. I don't think you got time for that, brother. No. And, and so. there's, there's something y'all got to do that, that will prove how, how little time you have. And it's, it's, a, it's an associated game. It's, it's something similar. It's baseball. Okay? Here in Louisville, Kentucky, Louisville Sluggers are, are made. Hence the name Louisville Sluggers. Okay? And they have a museum. And in this museum, they have a display that is uh, a pitcher's mound. What is it? 60 feet, six inches away and a home plate. And you get to stand at home plate and watch a video of a major league baseball pitcher throwing a 90 mile an hour softball, a fastball. Yeah. Right. I swear. You hear that ball hit the catcher's mitt behind you before you see the pitcher finish his motion. (laughs) (laughs) Do they give you like a button to hit, to swing the bat, to figure out whether you have the timing of that or not? Well, they have, a bat in, they have a bat in your hand. They'll tell you if you hit it or not. But, I mean, you haven't even swung yet. And you hear the, the, the poop of the ball hitting the mitt behind you. You're going, wait a minute. 
I mean, it goes back to goes back to you know Ted Williams' famous quote. <laughs> I think it was Ted Williams, anyhow. The the umpire, <laughs> the umpire, didn't see the ball, and he said, "What do you think, Ted?" And he said, "I don't know, man. It sounded low to me." <laughs> <laughs> Sounded low. Good. But I mean, but things, you're right. things so happen fast. so fast. You don't have time to react. You don't have time to consciously make a decision like that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, all these things. I mean, I ask people all the time. I say, how many things do you think you could really do in a quarter of a second downswing? I don't know of anything that I can do in a quarter of a second except maybe blink my eyes. Yes. I'm not even sure if blinking my eyes is a quarter of a second, but I think that's about the only thing that I could do in a quarter of a second is blink. I don't know of anything else. No. Could you imagine that? And and people don't, but I think that your example there of, of the sound of that ball being, you know, hit, I mean, in the, in the catcher's mitt so fast that that could be something I'd love to, I'd love to find out how I could get that, that little sound and that little clip because to to play that for some of my students to make them realize how little this is how little time this really yeah. is short a period of time so they couldn't possibly imagine this i saved it at the bottom thing yeah yeah quarter we'll, of a second. we will we will discuss what it is they're actually doing and and maybe what it is that they're misinterpreting um we will come back and do that in a little bit. But again, just to reiterate, today's the last day for voting. If you're listening to us live, please go to sportspodcastawards.com and vote for those weekend golf guys. That would be us. We would appreciate it immensely. I can do that in a quarter of a second. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard all the stories about all these people making ridiculous money from crypto. Did you know that it is easy for you to do the same? I'm, I'm a stock market guy, and beyond Bitcoin, which I've heard of, I don't know from crypto. But I found someone with a history of success who anyone can copy. The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the cryptocurrencies that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds. So you can just copy them. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or even how to invest. You just simply copy what James does. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel. They have over 15,000 subscribers. And since March of 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put 100 bucks into each one, it would now be worth over $66,000. And this is all public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and you can verify it for yourself. Head over to copymycrypto.com slash golfguys. Our listeners can join for just a buck. And you won't find this offer anywhere else. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash golfguys. Your next golf trip deserves the Hall of Fame treatment. French Lick Resort is the only place that you can play courses by Hall of Fame designers Pete Dye and Donna Ross on the same property. Play both award-winning courses by booking the Hall of Fame package. Tee times are filling fast, so plan your trip today at FrenchLick.com. Pete Dye, Donna Ross, experience two championship courses at French Lick. FrenchLick.com. Must be 21 to enter the casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT or text I-N-G-A-M-B to 53342. And we are back. Thanks again for taking a, 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 a little break during the break. Sportspodcastawards.com. 
assistance. We want to be number one. You want us to be number one, and you want to be part of it, right? Okay, good. Okay, so when the guy says, I saved it at the bottom, what is it? Because he's obviously thinking that he did something wrong on the way down. Yeah. But again, we've, we've, we've established that he's moving too damn fast to actually know what it is or to fix what it is. So what do you think is actually happening? I think that what's actually happening is that certain things happen in a firing order that our brain makes us do, right? We, we set a, a, a grip in, mo- you know, a, a position in motion by changing an angle, and then we start moving, and then things move in those angles. Our body is generating force all the time, and it comes out in those angles. So if I set my right hand, say, more over, and I set some force in motion to move my arm, the right hand hinges, the wrist hinges, and it hinges upward and outward if my hand is more over, right? Mm -hmm. If my hand is more under, it hinges more downward and inward. But yet I just triggered the same thing. My brain, you know, all those chemical slash electrical things, those that, that generate the force that moves our body, right? Right. Is the, the motor pattern, this fires before that. That's not conscious. That's not something that you go, hey, John, I want you to adjust the bill of your cap so that it's actually centered in your head. So you would twist it a little bit more on center and you would consciously do that because you were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that happens at all in a golf swing from a conscious level. So all these people that think that they're doing these things consciously are, I think they're a little sideways on that. I think that there's this thing that happens in our body, Mm -hmm. right? It's kind of been proven biomechanically, but it's the, the brain triggering all those things in our body that fire our muscles to move in a certain pattern. But the angles that they are, the bones and joints are set to are the direction changers. And so if it, you know, if we learn about those angles and then we learn about how to just trigger the stuff to go, you know, push the green button kind of a thing, I think these things are all set in motion. Wouldn't this be what, what people, for lack of a better term, refer to as muscle memory? Yeah, that's really, that's a definite lack of a better term. Yeah. Because we all know that muscles don't have any memory. Right, but that is what you're describing, is the fact that the body moves in certain ways and, and can right. do it without conscious thought about doing it. Right, and what it is, is the, the motor pattern is established from, there are things, right? There's these neurons firing in our head, mm-hmm. and then they go through our nervous system, you know, electrical pulses kind of thing. Sure, yeah. And every time it goes through those things, it's like paving a highway. It makes it easier and easier and easier to use those roads, right? So they call that a a myelin layer over the nerves, right? I don't want to get into the scientific things, but it's essentially works like this. The more you do a thing in a certain way, the more you're training yourself to do things in that way. Right. 
So this is what why they call the muscle memory. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because there's really a really not a better t- short term to use to say that without getting into the weeds and the science. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, yeah. Right. Let's just let say me, that it's like paving a road. And let me, it makes let me it throw, easier and easier and easier to drive down that road. Let me throw another cause, you know, kind of a monkey wrench into the deal here. Um, I have heard scientific type people tell me that, that specifically quarterbacks, they, they do a whole lot of things in, in, one and a half to three seconds that most people go, how can you do all that in that little amount of time? And one of the things, one of the hypotheses is that the flow of adrenaline in athletes can kind of slow down time. Make That's a make pretty a short, crazy thing how they do that, right? A shorter period of time. I mean, I played football just a couple times in high school and I intercepted a pass in a game once and I ran it back a couple of yards and was tackled. I was hit at my knees and my shoulders simultaneously. And I swear it took me 10 seconds to hit the ground. It was like, am I ever going to hit? Is this ever going to end? And all I kept saying to myself in my head was don't drop the ball, don't drop the ball, don't drop the ball, don't drop the ball. But it took a long time. But then the flip side of that, I've, I've talked to, to NFL quarterbacks on our sister podcast, The Approach Shot, who do agree, yes, whether it be adrenaline or whatever, or, or just being used to it, they can do a lot of things. They can do all those check downs, who's open, who's not, in a very short period of time. But then I also talked to a couple of Major League Baseball players. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them that I can remember is Steve Lyons, who, who's the guy who, who pulled his pants down on first base after sliding into first base one time <laughs> because he got all kinds of dirt in his pants and he forgot where he was. <laughs> okay. He forgot where he was? <laughs> Crazy oh, man. I'm just in a Major League Baseball stadium full of 30,000 people watching me drop <laughs> my trousers. Then he got so few hits, it just dipped on him. But, but I asked him, I said, you know, does that happen? Does a 95-mile-an-hour fastball look slower than that and give you time to react. And he was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) That thing just comes in. I'm lucky to see it. So, you know, there, there are different things, but I don't know. Do you think a golfer might have that adrenaline time expansion kind of deal? Yeah. So I think you're somewhat describing what a lot of people call the zone, right? Yeah. Where, you know, where the athlete is essentially in some other state where they say everything slows down Mm -hmm. and they have this ultimate sense of focus. And, you know, I've achieved that a few times in different sports, one in downhill skiing. Okay. Um, I call it a, a, a heightened state of awareness for sure. I've done it in downhill skiing. I've had lots of golf swings and lots of rounds of golf where I was at, at that heightened state of awareness and I was somewhat unaware of time. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it was round was over and it was, you know, three plus hours later. Right. 
and didn't even think about it. I was just kind of in and out of, uh, of that time world that we live in, right? That we know what time it is. We know how much time has passed, just general feeling. Mm-hmm. I've actually had it uh, more often in my life while teaching golf. Really? Yes. Where something's going on and I'm so into what's going on that all of a sudden the time has gotten by me. And all of a sudden, bang, here comes my next student in the door. And I'm thinking, wow, how'd that happen? Hence the expression, time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. Because I think that these things are all somehow related in our heads, not our conscious mind, but inside of our head, inside of our body uh, of saying, okay, what's taking over the situation here? Subconscious focus. So here we are talking about some strange things, but they do all apply to golf. Mm -hmm. It's how do we get that kind of focus? How do we do that? And, And how do we get ourselves into that state? That's a tough question. Because there's a lot of people out there, you know, a lot of sports psychologists in the world talking about that flow state, talking about that get in the zone, talking about getting out of your own way, a lot of ways to say it. But there's so many people out there with so much chaos going on inside their head, me being one of those people, mm-hmm. that um, it's hard to sift through that to immerse yourself into that moment. But could you imagine the ability to do that as an NFL quarterback? on how they have to, on every single snap, they come out of the huddle and they've got to be in that heightened state of awareness and read the defense and understand what's going on. That ball snaps and their brain is working so fast. How do they go through those progressions and checkdowns and where do they know where to get rid of the ball? And in 1.3 seconds, that ball's out of their hand or they're flat on their back or running around checking, <laughs> running for their lives because those it's big a- defensive <laughs> linemen, linebackers and 310 pound, six foot nine guy bearing down at you at 20 miles an hour. That's going to hurt. He got that right. So it's amazing to me how a lot of these successful people get that done in that amount of time. Who was the guy in, let's call it somewhat recent history, that got rid of the ball faster than everybody else and nobody could get a glove on this guy? And every game the guy played, he was never had any dirt on his jersey. Dan Marino. Well, that, okay. Mr. That ball was out. That ball was out. It was gone. He knew where he was going with that, right? And then, and then you see other quarterbacks that are noted for getting rid of the ball, not holding on to it, right? Peyton Manning, when he got a little older, not when he was younger, yeah, yeah. right? When he was, when he was a little older, he got rid of it fast. Tom Brady got rid of it, gets rid of it really fast. Indeed, indeed. That's yeah. why their, so, their careers could be longer. So how, how how can we, and let's talk about this when we come back, how, how can we play golf like Dan Marino plays football? How, <laughs> how, can, we, how can we get in that zone? Uh, some some ideas when we come yeah. right back. We are those weekly golf guys. Go vote! Of course we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. 
Okay, so it's golf season. You know that. Maybe not golf season yet to play as far as you're concerned for wherever you may be, but it is golf season to watch because the pros are playing in nice warm places every weekend. We've got a thing that's going to make watching golf much more exciting up to the point where you can get out and play your own golf. All right, put your knowledge to the test, have a good time, beat your friends. You know, it's called Run Your Pool, and it makes it ridiculously easy to play alongside of friends or family or the guys in your weekly foursome or in your league. Every week, it makes it more exciting, whether you're watching the Masters or just like, you know, the Genesis Open like this weekend. Run Your Pool lets you run games your own way. Every pool has a variety of settings to choose from to, to make it your own. You can even brand it for your company, your local business, your bar, your golf club, whatever. Thousands of golf fans already make each week of the PGA season much more exciting by starting a pool. Head over to runyourpool.com slash TWGG, like the initials for those weekend golf guys. Use the code podcast and you will get a $10 credit toward your first pool. It's runyourpool.com slash TWGG and the code is podcast. Have a good time. Make golf more exciting. Get a $10 credit towards starting your first pool. You're going to do that right now. You're going to go to runyourpool.com slash TWGG and check it out. It's going to be fun. We'll see you there. Have current events affected the ability for you to pay your bills? Has your credit card debt overwhelmed you? Has your income decreased because you're working less or have you lost your job? Credit Card of America may be able to help you find a solution to this problem. We offer a free no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Card of America is an A-plus rated nonprofit company that will work on your behalf. Credit Card of America is licensed in all 50 states and has counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Let us help you analyze and prioritize your debt. Negotiate with your creditors to reduce interest and payments. Set up one affordable monthly payment and provide ongoing education and support. Call now for a free no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-672-6925. That's 800-672-6925. 800 672 And thanks again for doing a little voting during the break there. We appreciate it. Sportspodcastawards.com. Uh, you've got all day. If you're in your car or something right now and you can't actually get to it, we don't want you to, you know, pull over or anything like that. No. Sure we do. Look, there's rest stops every place. Okay. There's, yeah, there's a restaurant on the side of the road. You know, you'd like to get some fries and a burger. Yeah, get you a know. cup of coffee on us while you're there. No problem. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the zone. We're talking about time. We're talking about things you do and do not have time for, uh, changes, adjustments, and stuff. During a golf swing, impossible. But I would think that, and, and here we, we, we raise the specter of that nasty P word, which is going to be spoken more and more often as now more and more of us get outside and actually play golf. Right. But practice is probably the paramount necessity to, to finding the zone at any time. You know, it's, it's interesting that you're the one that actually brought that up. I'll point that out on this broadcast that you are the ones that are pointing out and being an advocate of practice. I've changed I don't have ways. to do it all by myself on this particular version of the show. That's right. Yeah. But let's get into that, right? 
the, the portion of practice that helps us get into the zone. Now let's think about this for just a second. All right, John, you're a traditional non-practicer. Mm-hmm. You've only got so much time for golf. And Don't got time. You wanted to be right. on the golf course, right? Yep. I got it. But yet, when you were only that guy, that was also your practice time, and you were trying to work on things while you were on the golf course. Yes. And you know what that did to your scores and your happiness. Because yes. you couldn't focus on just the simple performance of it because you had all these questions in your head that you could have alleviated by doing some practice off the golf course to work on your skills so that you knew that they were there and you effectively trust the fact that you can get a club on the ball with a face pointed where you want to. Yes. Right. So the people who do a lot of that have a lot of confidence in the fact that that's just going to happen. And the best part about that is the predictability that they now understand that they have. Mm-hmm. So golfers who do practice have less on their mind while they're on the golf course and have a far easier time of flipping the switch mentally. Boom, clubs in my hand. Let's go let's go decide on my target and let's just set up and do my other thing is my routine. Mm-hmm. Routines greatly help us get into that moment. The process is not really that relevant. I don't encourage people to do one specific thing, two specific things, three specific things, or four specific things every time they get into a routine. I do tell them this, though. Their routine, the end result of their routine needs to mentally prepare them to hit the shot, meaning that they're not consciously thinking about what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. They're physically prepared to hit their shot, and their confidence level is high. Now, I know that in your non-practicing era of golf, that never happened for you. It was a rare thing. It was. Right. But now that you're actually willing to go practice, you're starting to see some things like a lot of the players that I work with see, is that they show up and it's time to hit the shot and the club is now in hand and they go through their routine And their routine takes about the same amount of time. Mm -hmm. And they have this flow. It takes the same amount of time. It's doing the same repetitive thing. And when they're standing over the golf ball, they're focused on their target. They're confident in the shot. And all the physical things are there. And the mental things are there. And they're focused in. Because they've done it so many times, they know the outcome. And let me just make sure I understand the point you were making about routine is there aren't any specific things you need to do for a routine. You just need whatever works for you. You need to do it the same way each time. Right. The, the, the one I don't know call the, that you would call a constant that I know helps everybody is deep breaths. Okay. Right. 
Well, that, that's that's so I'll, I'll be a proponent of that. But honestly, I don't really care if John, if your routine includes a somersault. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't care. Just, just as I care that it takes the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. I care that it does it in the same order. I care that it, you get yourself into a place where you know what's about to happen. Yep. And I care that you do that all the time. And so a lot of the really good tournament players that I work with, one of the big things that we do is say, let's go through the routine. Let's get ourselves set up. Now, mm-hmm. before you start to think, and anybody out there in radio land starts to think that I'm taking too much time and thus contributing to slow play, as opposed to the guy who just says, ah, just get up there and hit it. (laughs) That would have been you a while ago. I set time limits on their routine and I get them to start their routine just before it's their turn to play. Mm -hmm. So, Let's give an example of on the golf course, John and Jeff go out to play. John's driving the cart. He goes over to the rough, finds his golf ball after a few minutes, rumbles around a little bit, decides what club he's going to hit, goes over to his bag, pulls it out, puts it in his hand, and slashes away at it without really much prep. Mm-hmm. At that moment, Jeff's already at his golf ball because he got out of the golf cart. Right. Already made note of the general distance, has already taken three clubs out of his bag. The one that could be short, the one that could be the right club, and the one that could be long. And he goes over to his nice lie in the fairway. And did you notice I painted that picture very nicely for you? Yeah, yeah. But he's swearing because he's in a divot. (laughs) Right. Well, he's going (laughs) to... Roll that out of a divot in the fairway. Um, but you see, he's already generally prepared. Yeah. And then when John's over there, you know, cursing and screaming about the fact that he just fatted it into the lake, um, Jeff is already ignoring John on that and is already focused in on his shot. He's decided on his club and then he puts it into play. He says, okay, other two clubs are on the ground now. I've got this one, and bam, my routine starts. And then rolls up to his golf ball after making his his routine, puts the strike on it, and that took about 15 to 20 seconds. Right. That's really all it took. Yeah. So understanding that's pretty important. So I want to make sure that you know that I'm not – being a proponent of going slowly I'm being a proponent of being prepared for the shot Mm -hmm. that's important because if we're going slowly we're not really helping things we got to go at a routine pace I have a limit that I set on all the players that I work with 20 seconds from the time the club hits your hand until the ball is in the air nobody thinks 20 seconds is too long no. For that to happen. No. And, so and the, I'm a proponent of being prepared mm-hmm. because then there's a calm. So I know that the people who do this really well, generally speaking, are people who walk to their ball. Yeah. See, what Even I, if they I was take a say, cart, they walk uh, to their ball from the cart. Yeah, I was going to say the, the operative the operative consideration in that whole scenario was the fact that 
John parked the cart, got out, and so did Jeff. Jeff got out, picked three clubs out of his bag, and walked to his ball. Jeff did not sit in the cart, waiting for John to finish his shot, and then waiting for John to get put the, put the club back, get in the cart, and drive to Jeff's ball. That yeah, is what takes him all the time. Yeah, essentially, Jeff took all of the wasted time out of play. Mm-hmm. And was already in the mode of I'm over near my ball, right? Yep. I'm rolling through my routine. Jeff's a faster player, mm-hmm. but yet he's more prepared to play when it's his turn. This yes. is important because it is. see, then there's no rush. There's nobody looking at the group behind and you're not rushing your shot. Look, yeah. John, if you and I are playing golf together and that's the scenario that happens, I might be the second to play because you've got your five iron in your hand, hacking it out of the rough and fattening it into the water. You're taking extra shots. I'm standing there in the pitching wedge in the fairway and I may have played second, but I was not rushing. No. Because I was prepared. Even if there's a group on the tee behind us, I'm not looking back at them. I'm taking yeah. less time, but I'm more prepared. Yeah. It, it's important to be prepared. And the, the one guy that you don't want to be, you don't want to be that guy who thinks the preparation is in practice swings and take seven or eight of them or 10 or 12 of them. You That's know, the guy you look at and go, oh, just hit it. Yeah. I watch people do that and I wonder what's going on in their head. Is it conscious? Yeah. Are they thinking about that? Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I, it, it's amazing to me how many people will stand there and do an on-course rehearsal of something and they're thinking, okay, that, that wasn't a good practice swing. I need to stop and make a good practice swing and I'm not going to hit my ball until I'm good and ready. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, send this guy to the practice range. Yeah, come back next week sometime. Um, again, the, the pre-shot routine is, to, to reiterate, does not have to be anything specific, but must be the same exclusive to you. It must be what you need to do to get ready to hit that ball and feel confident in it. Yeah. And it should because- not take more than 20 seconds. Right. So I have all of my players that I work with create their own and I give them a few rules, 20 seconds max from club in hand to ball in the air. They do the same thing each and every time and that it accomplishes those three goals, mentally prepared to hit the shot and confident, Mm -hmm. right? There's two and physically prepared to hit the shot. There's the third. I just do it. That's, I mean, and, and, and having uh, the the benefit of your tutelage about this, um, my I'll, I'll tell you what mine consists of is is I take the club, stand behind the ball and aim, find a space in front of the ball where I can I can look without having to keep looking at the flag or wherever it is I'm aiming. Yep. Address the ball, fig, make sure the ball's in the right position according to my body. Make sure that the club head is square align it 
take a practice. Well, I've taken a practice swing before. I forgot that. But that's the first thing I do. Just make sure I feel comfortable swinging the club. Maybe once or twice, just casually. Then I aim, get the, the ball position, make sure the club head is in the right position, uh, address the ball, and hit it. And knowing that my swing is okay, my aim is right, and my club head is right, the confidence level is very high. It's amazing what happens when you get that routine. You know, and for guys like you, John, I'm glad that you're finding, figuring out which end of the club to hold. That's great. (laughs) Go vote. We'll be right back. Anyone who thinks the holidays are the most distress you can ever have has never been on the first tee playing in a group of people he doesn't know with rented clubs. That, my friend, is stress. I've had it, but I overcame it with Ned's CBD. This de-stress formula has been under development for over a year now. And it's great. It's made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp, features a botanical infusion of ashwagandha and cinnamon and cardamom. Now, ashwagandha helps build your body's resilience to stress. Cardamom and cinnamon make it taste good, plus combat stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Ned CBD products have over 2,000 five-star reviews. And now for the holidays, those Weekend Golf Guys listeners can get 20% off Ned products with the code GOLFGUYS. When you spend more than 150 bucks, Ned's throwing in some free gifts with every order. Visit helloned.com slash golfguys to get access. That's helloned.com slash golfguys. Get 20% off plus free gifts with orders over 150 bucks. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text SPARK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SPARK to 321321. That's SPARK to 321321. All right, we've got a few moments yet together. I, I hope that you've you've taken this to heart. Uh, time. How, how much time does it take? Well, you... It takes too much time to make an adjustment mid-swing for you to make an adjustment mid-swing. So you got to practice prior so you don't have to make those adjustments while you're doing it. And a pre-shot routine is is paramount of importance, but also don't take too long. 20 seconds max. there's, There's a way to go out and do that, and it's practicing a practice routine, right? I just said practice twice in the same sentence. I know that just kills you. And like, it really wasn't redundant. It's a practice routine. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What did you just say? <laughs> Mr. Iverson, I just said it twice in one sentence. And it yes. wasn't even a run on. You need that stinking practice. You do. <laughs> yes, indeed. You do. You know what else you can do in about 20 seconds, man? You can what? go to Sports Podcast Awards and vote. Ooh. Yes, you can. Because As long as they is- vote for us, they can do it. Yeah, yeah. It takes longer than that to vote for anybody else. But for us, you can do it. It takes all day long to cast a vote for someone else. You don't have that kind of time. 
Just you do it quickly. Vote for That's us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sportspodcastawards.com. We are one of eight finalists. You can find us there. It's the cute little golf ball talking into the microphone. That's that's us. That's our logo. So uh, you can also, uh, after you vote, you can catch us uh, anytime. You may miss us on the radio. You can catch us online. Podcast version is available at thoseweekendgolfguys.com and at every other podcast location. So you've got one on your phone, just go download us. Subscribe would be nice. We also have some stuff up on YouTube, uh, golfguys.weekendgolfguys.tube. Or is it golfguys.tube? Try, try them I both. I'm not sure which one we did. I think it's weekendgolfguys.tube. I think it is. Weekendgolfguys.tube. Yeah. You'd think I'd write that stuff down. <laughs> I don't know. You commit it to memory or something, right? Put it like a sticker on your PC so you could see it. Yeah, there's some videos uh, from, from us, uh, Jeff and I. Also some videos from our, our sister podcast, The Approach Shot, with interviews from some uh, some, some more stellar uh Mitch Lawrence, the actor from yeah. Dawson's Creek and all that, that's up there now. Um, it's an interesting but, podcast, but you got to make a distinguishing thing here. This is the good looking sister podcast, and the other one is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Quite so much. You got it right. So, <laughs> we appreciate it. And, and now let's all rejoice because most of us are going to be able to get out now with the weather changing. It's springtime. And go play some golf. <laughs> <laughs>